You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. All right, everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of Filthy Fantasy Football Show. A safe place for foul-mouthed fantasy football players. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Rome, and the Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's up, man? How's it going? I, I want freedom. I'm tired of this woke culture. I need yeah. assholes in the NFL. Yeah. Rest in peace, John Gruden. Yeah, God. So sad. It is sad. Should be Urban Meyer. Because <laughs> Urban Meyer, I've never seen a coach trying to actively get fired so badly. Yeah. You know, yeah. like finger banging, finger banging girls in Ohio, and just you know, it's because he got paid by Jacksonville, and you know he's gonna just try. He's gonna try to get fired so he can just take the USC job, where you're allowed to finger young girls at bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But nah, eh, fuck it, whatever. All right. Well, with that being said, let's just dive right into the news. There's a lot of things to cover right off the bat. John Gruden he officially resigned today as the head coach to the. Las Vegas Raiders for just dumb fucking emails that he wrote 10 years ago. He tried to do that half-assed apology of, you know, 10 years ago I wasn't in the right mental space and blah, blah, blah. But in today's society, you can't do that. So either that means the Raiders are going to completely turn it around, completely kick ass, or total dumpster fire the rest of the year. But I'm going to take the latter over the former because uh, they've been – punching above their weight class this whole season so far, and I, I think they're just going to be bad the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kadarius Tony, he's going to be evaluated for a fine for punching a player where he was ejected from a game yesterday, but he got hurt? He got hurt, didn't he? Yeah. I'm reading the wrong thing. Anyways, okay. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, season-ending shoulder surgery. Kind of a bummer. Devonta, Deontay Johnson to the moon, maybe? I would say. <laughs> Jaguars are expected to sign former Bears second rounder and recently Texans wide receiver Anthony Miller, although he also visited he visited someone else today. I'll get there. I don't know. My news aren't in order right now. Ravens rookie Rashad Bateman did not make his debut this week. They're getting him ready for the week, week six game against the Chargers. Uh, let's see. Miles Boykin made his debut tonight, so that's the thing. Lions wide receiver Quintus Cephas suffered a broken collarbone. It hasn't been completely determined that he's going to be on season-ending IR, but there is a chance that it's going to happen, which is sad because your boyfriend, man. Cephas was looking good. Oh, no, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, suffered an MCL sprain and is out for a few weeks, sources say. Um, he's going to miss some time, but it's not as bad as it appeared last night. Um, Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill suffered a minor knee injury, but they're saying that they do not expect him to miss any time. And Travis Kelsey suffered a stinger, but they don't think he's going to miss any time either. <laughs> what a game last night. Dude, hey, touchdown, nuts. Hollywood Brown. All right, anyways, uh, Browns coach Kevin Stefanski, Jarvis Landry is running today, 
but they're not sure if, he's, if they're going to activate him from the IR this week, so make sure you keep an eye on that. Tua Tungavailoa, he threw on Monday, so they're looking at a possible week six return, which I don't even know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for Miami. I have very mixed feelings about that. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't well, know either. Actually, we'll, we'll pause right here for the news. Is that good for the offense or bad for the offense? I feel like Miami's been okay without Tua, and, and Brissett's been fair enough for fantasy. I mean, Brissett's doing decent. I think Tua might have a little more upside just because he's a little younger on his on his legs there, but he's kind of not at this point. But it's it's tough. The offense in general isn't good. I don't think it's going to make it any bad. I think it's going to be like the same thing. Bad. I think I think the team in general is is a letdown. The quarterback situation, yeah, that sucks. But the team as a whole, I think everybody kind of had them as that second team in the East. And they just don't, I don't know, they don't feel that way to me. They feel very miss the playoffs-y, <laughs> not even be yeah, close. Well, it's probably yeah. bad for fantasy, but it gets them a better look to evaluate Tua, to give him some more time, give him some more reps, see what he actually looks like, see if it's if he was worth the high draft capital that they put into him. Especially, like, they've been going hard in the paint for uh, Deshaun Watson, so we'll see. Uh, Giants coach Joe Judge says X-rays came back a little more positive than they could have hoped for for Saquon Barkley with that nasty looked like he broke his ankle. Did you see the size of that thing? I think fucking ballooned up. Looked like Vita Vea's gut out there. Like the thing was massive. Yeah, it got it got pretty big. But it's when I saw it, I was like, dude, I did that. I think I told you, Josh, when we were on the phone, I was like, I did that yesterday. I tweaked <laughs> my ankle that way. I get it. I don't have to go sprint around and do things, but he'll be fine. I would say a week. Maybe two tops. It's going to be a couple weeks. Um, Daniel Jones is in the concussion protocol, and he has a series of steps to go through, but they're going to wait later in the week to give out more news on that. Um, Joe Judge also doesn't think that Kadarius Tony's injury is season-ending. I don't remember what he hurt. There's so much news today, it was hard to keep up with everything. Oh, there it is. Anthony Ankle. Miller. Anthony Miller is visiting the Steelers as well. So it's going to be a race to who can sign Anthony Miller. Uh, Kenny Galladay is expected to miss some time with the knee injury. He hyperextended his knee, which is a major sigh of relief. They were in fear that it was major because I think he came out of the game, then he went back in the game, and then he played like a player or two. Then they carted him off the field. So, uh, But they think he was just a hyperextension, so they believe he's going to miss a week or two. Trey Lance sprained his left knee, so he is going to be out versus Indy. Uh, luckily, they have the bye week, so monitor that. I think they're not doing a good job grooming Trey Lance here. I, I think they're kind of setting him up to fail, you know, because they keep talking about how Jimmy Garoppolo's the starter, didn't give Lance any first-round or um, first-team reps all offseason. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about this. It's bother- <laughs> this, is, this is bothering me greatly. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan also said that the 49ers were hoping for a late November return for Jeff Wilson. So I don't know. Pete Carroll says that Chris Carson had a really good turn over the weekend with his neck injury. Um, he did sit out of practice today. So monitor that. I mean, neck injuries are really bad though. So we'll, I mean, hopefully it's not like career ending or anything like that. That's all I have for news. There's a lot. There's a lot of news. 
Max Williams, who has started to turn it on in Arizona, uh, I think his knee exploded. But he's it was nasty. Season. It was yeah. nasty. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're saying he's he's going to be on the IR for sure. Yeah, he's done for the year. Yeah, which sucks because he was just starting to turn it on at a bad position. So yeah, it's too late for Dawson Knox. You guys sat too long on that, motherfuckers. <laughs> Damn it! Talking all that shit. All right. So, anyways, with that, that's it for news. So, for the rest of the show, we got your pinks and stinks for week five and your waiver wires for week six. Starting off, Rome, put us back in them good feelings. Them here comes, feelings. Get my here comes those hard. fingers. Here comes those fingers. I'm getting yeah. in these pinks. All right, I'm starting this off, right? I'm going to go with A.B. Antonio Brown had a day. Matt, seven on eight targets for 124 yards and two touchdowns. And it's just, he looked so fast to me for a guy that he's not young. But I guess, like, I don't know. He missed, what, two years? A year and a half? Some shit like that? Is that what Something it is? Like that. Yeah. Uh, and, it, like, he's come back, yeah. and he it's like he hasn't missed a beat. He's just back better than ever. I love it. I, I think he's a smash play week to week. And an absolute pink this week. Love him. He's reminding everybody of who he was. Yeah. You know, when, when he was just dominating. Back when I think, wide receiver. Uh, well, sorry. remember, early wide receiver wasn't a sexy pick, but then people were taking Antonio Brown 101. Yeah. And he deserved it. He deserved every bit of that. And then he kind of got banged up and had mental a mental breakdown. But I think I read he was the he's the fastest player to get to nine hundred receptions. Something like he's that. faster than anybody else, and it's like this guy missed two years, and he's faster than anybody else. So uh, the sky's the limit right now. I love him. I wonder what John Gruden wrote about him in an email. <laughs> I would imagine it was scathing. <laughs> it was probably bad. <laughs> All right, fish, get us with it. All right, my first pink here, James Robinson again. 18 carries, 149 yards, and a touchdown. He did have one reception for negative two yards, so you lost, you know, depending upon your scoring method, maybe 0.2 points. I, I'm loving James Robinson again. They're, they started to, you know, Urban Meyer, maybe that, maybe that girl told him, you know, <laughs> to play James Robinson a little more, and he listened. Uh, you know, he listened to the podcast, and then he listened to that girl. I think we're going to be good for the rest of the year. There the only thing I feel bad about James Robinson for is next year, ETN's back. But for now, James Robinson's killing it. Yeah, what I hope agreed. for is maybe that girl listens to our podcast. Ooh. And then she told him, like, hey, James Robinson's on my fantasy team. Get that motherfucker back in there. There it is. Is that Marlon Mack? Look at your boy go, Rome. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, he's a man. And he demanded a trade last week. Hopefully he'll get it. There you go. My first pink of the week. I'm trying to get him to give me a fucking jersey. Austin Eckler. Absolute stud in a, a insane record game. Cleveland put up over 500 yards of offense. Had no interceptions, I believe. And they, they're the first team to ever have over 500 yards and zero interceptions and lose the game. But my Chargers... That's very Cleveland-esque. Yeah. To do something like that. 
You know, it's funny. As a Charger fan, it's hard to understand why their defense is so bad when you have Derwin James and Joey Bosa and all these fucking stud players. But your defense is trash. And you yeah. have a defensive-minded head coach with uh, Coach Staley. But but Austin Eckler out there absolutely tearing it up. 17 carries for 66 yards and two touchdowns. One of them was assisted by Cleveland when they pulled him into the end zone, but I don't care. I loved it. It was fun to see. <laughs> um, five catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Just absolutely crushing it. I mean, I, I think this is the guy that everyone wanted him to be, but he's had some health concerns over the last couple of years. I mean, the, the trend that he's on right now, I mean, you're you're talking, you know, potential top five draft pick next year if if he stays on this tear. Possibly even the 101 because with Christian McCaffrey's health concerns, you know, if we were to redraft the season right now, I mean, Derrick Henry's probably the 101, but 102 at Austin Eckler. I'd still take Chris McCaffrey. You Me didn't too. know he was going to be hurt, and he's way That's better than either of them when he, when he plays. Correct. Yeah. correct. But I'm but in agreement with you. I, I think he could be a top five, no doubt. You're on you. Yeah, absolutely. If he doesn't get hurt, if he does get hurt, that injury tag is going to stay with him, and it's going to drop him down. And you know what? I hate to say I almost hope that that happens because I don't don't want more guys going higher up boards that you can get later. I'm, I'm loving the little steals. But the fact that, like, Eckler was late first, some people were even getting him at the turn. Fucking yeah. madness. It's crazy. Which is absolutely being f- fantasy money this year. I mean, if, if you got him, if you had, like, the eighth overall, ninth overall pick, and you're like, fuck, and you're, you're disappointed because you're not going to get one of the big five that everyone talked about. But you're like, oh, I guess I'll take Austin Eckler. Then this guy's been absolute stud. So I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing. Rome, give me that sweet, delicious, that funk, that nasty, that gooshy stuff. Oh, here it comes. Hope you're ready for this. Because I'm gonna hit you with a little bit of that Ezekiel Elliott. Alright. This guy's finally getting love that we all wanted, at least that I saw, because he was my third rated player coming out in my overall rankings. Finally getting touches. Right? Twenty one carries, hundred and ten yards, and a tud. To go along with two catches on three targets for only two yards. But hey, you know what? One of them got in the end zone, and that's all that matters. You score two touchdowns, you're making my pinks list. Yeah. Points are points. Points are points. Love it. Fish, who else you got? All right, my second guy here that's right in the pink is going to be here. Like I said before, until he tells me not to. And the, last week he didn't have a great game. Mike fucking Williams, eight catches, 165 yards, two touchdowns. He's on pace to be the wide receiver one this whole season for all for all everybody for the whole the whole league. I I don't see this guy slowing down. He had one bad game last last week, but. Picked it right back up where he left off. Another two touchdowns. He's got touchdowns in almost every game he's played. I I I'm I'm in love. He I almost <laughs> love him as much as Hunter Renfro. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's tough. Everyone loves Hunter Renfro. But yeah, no, I mean Mike Williams just been again fantasy money. He he had one bad game last week, but just. It, it's That's insane. to be expected at the receiver position too. So you're yeah. not like really surprised that there's one. Exactly. You know, they have an off day or somebody else gets targets. But out of five weeks so far, to hit four times, pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. My next uh, pink of the wink, 
Pink of the wink. That's fine. I like Whatever. it. Pink in the wink. Get it? <laughs> I don't know. My my chack my champion my beautiful chocolate man Austin my, Austin Eckler God damn I'm tired it's late I'm sorry Antonio Gibson you know people were saying that he was a potential bust but he actually came out with a very solid game 20 carries for 60 yards not the greatest you know three yards a carry but still 20 carries with a broken fucking leg I was kind of I was getting a little nervous because they're talking about that that fractured shin it was just making me a little nervous but still. You know, he had the red zone touchdown, so he had two touchdowns. Only two catches for 12 yards, but that's fine. We, we've, we've established that the passing game goes to J.D. McKissick. But the fact that he was getting the red zone work, he got the goal line carries, and, and hit pay dirt with it. You know, 60 yards, two touchdowns. How do you not love that? I love that. I'm all sorts of excited. Because now it's, I'm just, I, I, need, I, need that, I need that dividend to start paying out. You know, Hell it's yeah. just... It was nice to see too that he didn't look slowed down by that chin fracture, whatever he's got going on there. You kind of worried about that going in. You're like, okay, it's fractured. It doesn't hurt that bad. He looked he looked healthy still. Yeah, he looked good, especially against a really good uh, Saints defense, and and ran really well, ran efficient, ran hard, and like I said, got the red zone work. Two touchdowns, man. I love it. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um. Rome, looks like you got a bonus pink. Damn right I got this bonus pink. And I'm going to go ahead and I, I, I'm in love with this guy, and I have been since his college days. And I know I was harping him up or harping on him last year, hyping him up, because I think he's he's just a stud, man. Jamar Chase is the man. You can see you can see when you watch the game, because I know they played it on, 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 on TV last week. Him and Burrow have a connection – uh, it's obvious. You can tell it's it's right in your face. But anyways, man, he makes my pink list. He's got six catches on ten targets, so they're pumping this guy the rock. 169 yards and a touchdown. I mean, this kid has done everything this year. You Nobody, nobody, sh- I mean, how could you be upset? I want to say he's gotten you double-digit points every week. If you're playing this guy in, in all formats, he's a stud. He's 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 the essence of pink. <laughs> I love this kid. And you know what? People said he had drop problems in the preseason. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's catching yeah, everything. He couldn't get separation either. The guy looks great. He's the real deal. But um, I, my bonus pink of the week. God damn it! Did it again. Pink of the week. Derrick Henry. 29 carries for 130 yards and three touchdowns. You cannot stop this man. You just can't. And the best part about Tennessee, you know exactly what they're going to do. Their game plan is not masked in any way. It's, hey, here's Derrick Henry. He's just going to run right at you. And it's funny because he always seems to kind of like start slow. But I think with his, you know, six foot four, 700 pound body that can run a two foot or a two three forty, he just tires out the defenses. You can't keep up with him, and he just hammers you to the ground, and he will absolutely dominate you week after week after week, and it just doesn't stop. And I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Everyone talked about how this guy was, you know, all the regression and blah blah blah. It's not going to stop anytime soon. He's just been absolutely dominant. I mean, in non PPR leagues, you can argue him being the one hundred one pick. Um, 
I mean, I know McCaffrey, but McCaffrey gets a lot of love because of the the, the catching aspect. But Henry, dude, 100 yards and multiple touchdowns every fucking game. This is crazy. And then a, a bonus, bonus pink, Dawson Knox, because fuck you guys. <laughs> I love Dawson Knox. It was only three catches, but he had 117 yards and a touchdown. Because Dawson Knox, he is legit. He's now scored four weeks in a row. Josh Allen looks for him. I just, I got it. Kind of like fish with Mike Williams. Dawson Knox is going to be my forever pink until proven otherwise. I mean, it's just <laughs> this. It, it's stupid. It's stupid that his 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 um, output has been like this, but it 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 it's working. Yeah, you know. And then last night against Kansas City, he had like a seventy yard catch or whatever, and and. Yeah, I'm I'm loving Dawson Knox. He's he's doing it, man. You were right. I'm gonna give you credit where it's due, bro. You were right. I got one more bonus for you guys. Oh, I didn't put on the list. Marquez Callaway Mm. finally (laughs) did something good. Only four receptions, but 85 yards, two touchdowns. So if you ever wanted to play him, you missed your chance because that was probably your only shot. Well, it's funny is when he had the one touchdown that was the hail mary. So then I was kind of, cause I have Callaway in a couple leagues and I was like, well, fuck, I'm never going to play him. And how can you figure a fucking hail Mary touchdown? Then he had a second touchdown. I was like, God damn it. He actually looked really good. And yeah. you're right. Now everyone's going to start him next week and he's going to have one catch for six yards. Exactly. Well, he doesn't play this week. So oh, it's the bye you, week. Got that, you got that going for you. Yeah. And Michael Thomas might be back the week after we'll see, but I still wouldn't want to start him. I just wanted to say he finally got it done. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, it's not always strippers and burritos, my friends. Unfortunately, there's always the downturn. As, as, as it gets hard, sometimes it gets soft. Sometimes you're found in the stink. So, Rome, take us to, take us to the crap town. I'm taking you to crap town. Listen, this guy is all, he's just all shades of poo. All right. Doesn't matter the hue of his poo, but I'll tell you what, it's green. It's spinach green. Robert Tanyan is a joke. This guy has been so, so sad to watch. A lot of people, yours truly included, took him relatively high in my prized redraft league, in our home league. And this guy has been, he's caught one touchdown like week two or week one or some shit like that. Listen. Last week, he had two targets. He made one reception for eight yards uh, against Cincinnati in a game that's shootouty. Get out of here. You can go ahead and take a seat on my bench, and you're real, real close, good sir, to getting tossed. I've had enough. At, at this point in time, how is he not Dumpsville? He's, he's right there, man. I picked up Hunter Henry, so he, I'm moving off. I mean, at this point in time, I don't know how anyone could. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely can't play him, but let alone roster him. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's definitely he's been droppable, and it's just getting worse and worse each week. Yeah. Uh, fish, who's yucky? I'll tell you who's yucky. Odell Beckham Jr. He shot himself again. Do do better. Two catches for 20 yards. This guy was out for the first two weeks, came back, had, you know, a decent game, you know, 77 yards on five receptions. Then he had a shit game against Minnesota. 
in the shit game against the Chargers where the team put up 42 points. He had two receptions. No, no he didn't even squeak into the end zone. I don't know. The, the problem with him, too, is you can't just dump him in the in the gar- garbage like good old Bob there. No. So you got to do something with him. And he's just, it's just not getting it done. He had one good week and he's, you know, he missed two, had one good week and then went right back off the face of the planet. It's it's crazy, man. If you would have told me, like, hey, listen, the Browns are going to score 42 points. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Okay, Odell had a good game. Oh, no, no, no. He only had two receptions for 20 yards. I'd be like, fuck you. You're lying. But no, he, this is the day and age we live in, folks. Here it is. Odell Beckham is falling off the fucking train. Yeah, well, o- Odell's kind of like uh, Allen Robinson at this point in time where because of namesake, you can't drop him. But if their name was any other name in the NFL, you'd drop the shit out of these guys. I can't roster this fucking guy. But yep. because they're Allen Robinson, because it's Odell. It's not just their name, though. It's that They do have this upside potential that makes it so you can't. Because if it was their name you would, and you knew they were going to be bad, you could drop them still. There's big name players that have been dropped in fantasy because they fell off. It's just not you don't know that he's really done because mm. it could be just two bad games and he could pop back at it next week. It's just now you're at that spot where it's like, how do I fucking pick? Yeah. How do I decide if he's done or if he's going to be good? That's true. I'll actually I'll I'll kind of cede my point to that because Allen Robinson and Odell Beckham have been wide receiver ones in the past. Um, in terms of fantasy, so it's it's tough. I get it, but it's it's, goddamn, those are uh, fantasy landmines where it's just you, you almost want someone else to have the problem. Like Absolutely. let them be in their lineup. I guess to your credit, though, it's still kind of a namesake, right? You, to get that name, you had to have some fa- fantasy relevance or football relevance at some point. So you're, it's kind of one of the one of the same. Yeah, and then uh, my my stink of the week, Kyler Murray. You know, it's just they won. So they're five and zero. Oh. Very scary game in terms of low score. I mean, with this high-powered offense, you didn't think they'd only put up seventeen points, especially when San Francisco surrendered what forty points to Detroit or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that Arizona was going to just mop the floor with San Francisco. No disrespect to you, Rome, but I thought this was going to be just an I absolute thought that. bloodbath. I thought that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just the thing is. When you took Kyler Murray, some people took him, you know, he was my my number one quarterback in all formats, dynasty, redraft. I, I loved Kyler Murray. I thought, and he was he came out swinging hard, just absolute monster games. And then the last couple of weeks just kind of petered out, you know, just yesterday, 22 of 31, so not a bad completion percentage, 239 yards, like, okay, I can deal with that, but only one touchdown pass. Seven carries for only one yard. He got sacked twice, which, I mean, that happens, but two fumbles. I mean, and it's just, so they're not, the last few weeks, they're not running Kyler quite like he was, where he's not getting that 35 to 55 rushing yards a week. He's not getting the rushing touchdowns, and he's not throwing for 300 plus and two plus touchdowns. So it's just, it's, obviously, I'm not worried about Kyler. I'm not panicking. You're not going to drop him or anything crazy like that but to me it's just it's a disappointing uh, performance from your fantasy quarterback especially when he was a top five quarterback you know all year and then just this last week Trey Lance outscored him in fantasy and Trey Lance didn't even have a touchdown you know so it's just 
not 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 the greatest uh, uh, performance there for Kyler. You know, better days ahead, but just very very disappointing though. Yeah. Um. And then absolutely, I don't know. Everyone else is a stink. Everyone sucked this week except for a couple people. It was, it was a weird week. It was a weird week. Pretty much everybody on the Chargers Browns game was good. <laughs> yeah, the kickers kickers were stink of the week too. To every kicker. All the kickers. Yeah. Stink of the week, fucking Baltimore defense. Remember when they used to be good? Oh. You mean with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed all those years ago? I think Baltimore's welcome to Dumpsville, and I have them in multiple leagues. I'm gonna get they're off my fucking roster. Okay. Anyways, with that being said, we got your waiver wire pickups for week six. A couple big injuries out there, a couple big names out there. And they are very much available out in the fantasy world. So, Rome, do you want to give us a name, please? Yeah, I'll go. Ahead. I'll put the two down here that I that I named. I think that going out and trying to pick up Devonte Booker would probably be wise. He's available in ninety three percent of Yahoo leagues, and it's a quick pickup because with with Saquon Barkley down. I don't know if it's going to be that good, but he can he'll start for you for a week, so he's definitely worth it. I would go. I would say like five. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet the farm on this guy, but if you can go out and get him, he'd be a guy to look into. And then uh, Geno Smith. If anybody's in quarterback hell, which I understand, it's a it's a real thing. It's a real thing. But Geno Smith, ninety nine percent available on Yahoo because nobody thought the guy who never gets hurt would get hurt. Uh, I wouldn't spend much on him, but if you are in quarterback hell or if you're in a two-quarterback league, hey, this might be a nice little play. He's got some receivers. I I would imagine he can still run around a little bit. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen this fucker play. But those would be the two guys that... Yeah. Part of the game he played. Yeah, he looked looked just fine. So I think you you throw him in there. You You can put, I'd say, one to five on Gino to pick him up and see where the night takes you. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good, good calls. I like, uh, well, basically they're the same, more or less the same player and on the same team. I like, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and Khalif Raymond. So with the injury news to Quintez Cephas, Tyrell Williams is still on IR and I'm not sure if or when he's going to come back. Amon Ra and Khalif Raymond are both available in 97% of leagues. Everyone's hurt on that team. I actually kind of liked Amon Ra a little bit. I'm sad that I dropped him in a couple leagues. I might attempt to re-pick him up. But with the injury, I mean, just the last couple weeks, though, Amon Ra, he's actually been kind of putting a couple good games together. He's had eight targets the last two weeks. He's had at least 65 yards and six catches in the last two weeks. So, I mean, if you're in a half PPR, full PPR league, not a bad pickup. But, you know, but they're definitely very available. Um, I wouldn't spend much on them, though, just because Detroit, you know, the, the the fear of Detroit still being a bad team. Uh, I, I don't know how much touchdown upside they have. But if you need, you know, especially with some of these bye weeks coming up, we got the uh, Falcons, Saints, Jets, and the 49ers. So if you have, you know, Calvin Ridley, Marquez Callaway, Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Debo Samuel kind of thing. You know, th- these guys might be worth picking up. And then another player I like, 
Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, he was available in 98% of leagues. There's no Logan Thomas. He's on IR for at least two, three more weeks. His first game with uh, Heineke, he had eight targets and went five for 41. Again, I wouldn't spend much on him, but tight end is such a fickle position that if you need a plug-and-play guy, and, and we've said it before, you know, with you want 40 yards and a touchdown from your tight end, you know, Ricky Seals-Jones could be the guy for you. Fish, looks like uh, you added a couple names. Uh, Director Ross added those for me because I didn't put in here in time. But most definitely, Darrell Williams, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, is going to be out. It's available in 90% of leagues. It's a little tough in that offense getting production out of the running back position, but anytime you can find a running back that you can possibly use is going to be a time to pick up that running back. It doesn't matter if they're not potentially in the best situation because running back position, as we all know, is pretty difficult. And then the next one here is Kadarius Toney. And he should be good to go. Um, what's his name? Got hurt. Or was it Tony that got hurt? Tony did get hurt, but Galladay's hurt. Uh, Slayton's hurt. Shepard's hurt. So, and if he... The thing is, he, his production has been so good these last two games. Nine, nine targets, six receptions for 78 yards against the Saints. He didn't get a touchdown, but that's still pretty good for somebody available on the waivers. And then this last game against Dallas before he, you know, got hurt slash punched somebody in the head, 13 targets, 10 receptions, 189 yards. This guy has value even when those other receivers come back. Um, he might miss this next week or two depending upon injury and suspension. I don't think he'll get suspended. I think he'll just get fined. So even if he's out, it might even be easier to pick him up for kind of cheap. You know, you pick him up this week, he ain't going to play, but you'll have him on your roster for the, the upcoming weeks. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we I talked about Tony last week. I mean, he was breaking everybody's ankles, and he still looked great. So, I mean, he's definitely someone you're you're going to want to pick up. And you can probably get him very cheap still. So, you know, get up on that. I, I don't know. I think this is probably a good place to wrap it up. Let's see much else. Yeah, it's a nice short one. It's just, you know, waivers and pinks and stinks, so it's usually usually pretty quick for us. It's not the size of it. It's how you use oh. it. Let's <laughs> talk about make sure that if you have Atlanta, New Orleans, the Jets, San Francisco, get your, get those players on your bench for the bye weeks. And if you have waiver questions on who's available in your league, just hit us up on those socials. Let us know who's available and what, what spot you're trying to fill for those bye weeks especially this week. Also, if you have the roster capacity, start looking into next week. There are a ton of teams on bye week next week. So if you have the ability to be a week ahead of people on filling some of those spots that you might need help in for the bye weeks, then take that opportunity to do so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Bye week hell's coming. So hold tight, hold strong. But yeah, this is a good place to wrap it up, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate and love the support. As always, so much fun for us. Hope it's fun for you. Hope you won your weeks. I think I'm doing okay this week. We'll see. Get us on socials. 
at Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter, at Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Send your emails to FilthyFantasyFootballShow at gmail.com. Thank you. Love you. King Josh, Josh the King. Big roll. Fancy fish. Have a good one, y'all.